And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. Dalian the Alien is here, ready, willing to bring you another uh, download of podcast Um Podcastian magic. magic? <laughs> Greetings and salutations. Podcast magic. Is that a thing? Why does that sound somehow familiar? Uh, it's a thing now. Oh, yeah. I There may be something out there. Uh, it sounds like a product. Podcast yeah, no, magic. Totally, it's, totally. it's the whole kit to make your podcast shine. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. It's got the... Uh, Comes with a crystal know. ball. My, yeah, the, the microbead uh, wiping cloth or something. The spray. <laughs> exactly. to Yeah. To make Spray it, this, it a high gloss. this magical formula on your podcast and watch it blossom. Or something. magic. But wait, there's more. Order now and you get two bottles of podcast magic. Oh, man. Okay. We're going off the rails again. Stop. I'll stop. That's, yeah, quite unexpected, right? Thank goodness most of you guys love me and can put up with my... Failed attempts at, at being a comedian. <laughs> I know, huh? Thank, thank God you're so lovable and, uh, yeah. Or something. It's it's one of your two uh, awesome traits that uh, suit you so well for this podcast. The other one being such a deft interviewer. Right, right, right. right. Well, you know, I do what I can. <sighs> Let's see here, Dalian. What do we got? Uh, a review. Review time uh, on iTunes. And I guess... Podbean, it appears, is the go-to for Android. So those of you who aren't on iTunes, um, you know, not Apple users, I get it. I understand. I wasn't for a long time. Uh, I've been converted, but uh, that was only a few years ago. So uh, if you have an Android device or don't have, don't use iTunes, go on to Podbean, please, and uh, review us there. I think I've, we've only got like one review or something there, which is fine. You know, it's uh, I'm just kind of learning more about it now. Uh, I wasn't even sure what the Android go to was, but it appears that that is. So if you guys could review us on Podbean, that'd be cool. Uh, I do have a review on iTunes today, uh, which is really cool as well. This is from Lola. And then in parentheses, it says lots of love always like that. Haven't ever seen that. Uh, five stars, great podcast to feed your soul and give you fresh energy for the day. This podcast is a wonderful resource to assist you with your journey of self-discovery and self-love. Open your mind and your heart to the powerful messages you'll find here meant just for you. Much love, Lola. 
Thank you, Lola. You are lovely indeed. And uh, I love how you said that meant just for you. They are meant just for you. It is your own private universe. You are uh, the center uh, star, lead actor, lead director in your own movie. And this is a reflection. So if you're tuning in, it is happening because it's meant just for you. It is happening for you. And that's why we have so much daily, you know, synchronicity that happens. People write in almost daily with, wow, I'm over, I'm just blown away by the synchronicity of what you talked about with what I'm dealing with. And that's because it's just for you. So, uh, such a trippy, amazing, uh, uh, game we've set up here as souls, isn't it? Indeed. And, uh, I would say you're even kind of slightly foreshadowing the episode of, uh, or the, uh, uh, theme a little bit of the theme of today's episode uh, because we're going to delve uh, ah, a little yeah. bit deeper under the surface layer of you know how yeah how that this, concept yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're going to explore some of the uh and and uh you know thanks to a question apparently right something that spurred us on to look into this subject so yeah there you have it there's a little synchronicity with what lola's review said tied in with the random question that someone wrote in that we oh. decide to answer and cool. they kind of play off of each other and yeah it just kind of falls together like this nice nice uh, uh, but before we get into that you yes. got a story right yeah let me uh go ahead and report on on my uh story here which is uh, actually a pretty classic uh positive head podcast type of uh story to bring you uh and uh, even though it comes from collective evolution which is a site that i'm turning to more and more for stories it's uh one of the ones that you might find on one of the other more uh, dare I say fringy sites out there uh-huh. uh, because it's uh, quite the bombshell, Brandon. It's uh, another uh, ostensibly credible source. This, this time a Lockheed executive, right? Lockheed being the big uh, aer- aerospace, um, whatchamacallit, what would you say? Uh, industrial, yeah. Uh, military industrial complex uh, yeah, conglomerate. They, yeah. What, a- aeronautics, they, they build, aerospace. Yeah, exactly. They build like... Uh, huge planes and rockets rockets exactly yeah yep who knows what else that we don't hear about yep yep so uh well that's what you just said is uh pretty much it who knows uh, what what else we didn't hear about well this uh was an executive called rich this was an article from last month brandon Mm -hmm. on collective evolution that uh is entitled uh like an executive blows the lid on the secret government uh space travel oh wow and it's got in parentheses uh, quantum entanglement because they go into that the science of that a little bit and what this guy just to get to that sort of meaty part of the story uh right away what essentially happens is this guy's being interviewed and this was uh, i guess before he passed but this was rich uh pretty high-ranking uh he was director of skunk works from the 1970s i think until the early 90s mm. and so he was asked some of these more kind of out there questions you could say but he went ahead and just started replying in such a fashion as to say, like, yeah, it's all true. Rich uh, has been, among other things, called, been called the father of stealth. What's his, what's his full name? Uh, it, they don't give the last name. Oh, it's kind of like, uh, got it. Well, the f- father of stealth, Rich. So <laughs> that Rich, right? Rich is uh, going to be stealthy about his last name. Yes. Uh, he oversaw the development of the stealth fighter, the F-117A uh, Nighthawk. But uh, yeah, he passed. And before he passed, he said... We already have the means to travel among the stars, but those technologies are locked up in black projects, and it would take an act of God to ever get them out to benefit humanity. Anything you can imagine, we already know how to do it. 
Wow. And there's a couple of other quotes, but essentially he's saying that he 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 says it pretty much point blank. Like, yeah, we can send E.T. home. We can travel to the stars. We can do that now. There's so many people saying this sort of thing from different angles. You know, you have this guy, Corey Good, that is on uh, Cosmic Disclosure on Gaia.tv with David Wilcock and uh, pretty fascinating. I mean, either this guy is a really, really creative storyteller and should be writing uh, fiction novels or he was a part of the Secret Safe Space Program. And this the stuff that he goes into is such detail. And, you know, what's fascinating, Dalian, about these types of stories is they're coming from so many angles of so many different people who were supposed you know, claim to be, you know, in these high ranking positions in these organizations. And it's, um, it's kind of always uh, the similar or same sort of story. Hey, we've had this stuff for a long time. It's being hidden from you. It's tied up in black projects. Then of course you see, uh, reports of trillions of dollars missing. I think I saw when it, something just last week, trillions of dollars that are unaccounted for in the government. Uh, that's a lot of money. Where did it go? Well, all these guys are claiming secret space programs where we have people you know i just saw something nasa employee saying he saw pictures of people on mars 20 years ago like we've you know supposedly uh, got you know so much activity happening out there bases on the moon bases on mars traveling among the stars who knows i don't know if it's really true or not all i know is it's coming out from a lot of different angles and there's a lot of missing money supposedly so hmm (laughs) yeah that's crazy so much money yeah, that's uh, really kind of awful, but uh, not unexpected, of course, Brandon. Well, he, he said an yeah. act of God to uh, blow the lid off some of this stuff. I I believe in acts of God. I believe the lid, if it is going on, you know, it's like our, our, our quote from a couple episodes ago. The truth is like a lion. You don't have to defend it. Let it loose. It will defend itself. Or, uh, or maybe even a better one than that is Buddha's uh, truth quote. Three things cannot be long hidden, the sun, the moon, the truth. And so it's just a matter of time, Dalian. I mean, if this stuff is really happening the way all these different sources are reporting, it's going to come out. It's, it's, the lid will be blown off. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's exactly as you said, because I was thinking the same thing. It's uh, one of these things where, yeah, the government can try and hide the truth, but the truth being so you know pervasive, you've got, you're talking about, like you referenced, dozens if not i don't know hundreds now of individuals possibly thousands of you know more and more credible sources that yeah eventually dozens maybe hundreds yeah yeah, eventually a lot of people it it, it is going to come out uh let me just real quick tight uh the portion of the story where they go into quantum entanglement because this guy rich was asked brendan Mm -hmm. uh, how ufo propulsion worked and uh essentially the interviewer um, asked him that, and, and Rich, I guess, replied with a question. He said, let me ask you something. How does ESP work? So this guy, I guess, the questioner kind of put two and two together and said, oh, okay, so you're telling me or you're implying all points in space and time are connected. And Rich said, yeah, that's it. So it sounds like uh, what the whole UFO thing or the thing that we can theoretically do now is tap into that whole kind of matrix of reality thing and mm-hmm. hack into space-time to travel through space-time. Right, so right. it's just tantalizing that we can even do that yeah what a what a fascinating time and uh time and space we live in all right then moving right along but staying in the realm of uh of quantum weirdness today (laughs) uh we had a question from seth and seth wrote in short sweet but uh, great question. Can you talk a bit about this 3d to 5d thing that's showing up everywhere 
so you're hearing a lot of, out there about, you know, th- us being in the third dimension, but we're shifting into the fifth dimension. And, um, well, first off, Seth, I, I don't claim to be any major expert. Um, uh, I claim to be someone who's very, very curious and open-minded and reads things, checks things out, discusses what my perspective is on them. So I'm happy to do that because I think that's a really interesting question. Um, and, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of interesting thoughts and theories and ideas surrounding this sort of concept. Of course, us being uh, in this 3D reality, but there's sort of a merging of dimensions that's going on between this and, and sort of the upgraded, you know, you hear about ascension, right? Uh, ascending vibrationally. <clears throat> And, uh, of course I've mentioned it before. One of the really interesting theories that I've heard, uh, is that we're moving into a new region of space. Think about it like this. You're on a spaceship, you're hurtling at this tremendous speed through the cosmos and there's different vibrational sectors, right? And we're entering a sector that is uh, elevated vibrationally. And as a result, our cells are, are reacting to that, right? Being uh, sort of being, um, you know, um, influenced by, uh, this new region of space. And, and as a result, it's, it's causing a shift in our consciousness. It's causing a shift in everything. And so, uh, so yeah, to me, that <clears throat> sounds true, feels true. Something's going on. Of course, you've had all kinds of prophecies about 2012 and, you know, things like that being a turning point where we're entering this sort of, uh, tipping point of going to a new dimension, uh, of reality and things are becoming, um, you know, quicker manifestations. And I actually went and I started researching some with this question just to kind of freshen up and see what other people out there were saying and and to, you know, Seth, give you my best feedback on this. Uh, I found a cool uh, page on YouTube, this woman, uh, Washela, uh, and she talked a little bit uh, psychic, uh, individual empath, uh, very interesting woman. Uh, and she talked about this shift from 3D to uh, 5D. And what she was saying was going to happen was uh, there would be no time delay between thoughts and manifestation. So, a, a, you know, a stamp of the third dimension is and why people don't understand that they're creating their reality uh, as much as maybe they, they would in 5D, you know, historically is because y- you know, I've heard the saying before, if you want to know what you'll see tomorrow, look at what you're thinking today, right? So there's this, sh- there's this gap between the energy you're emitting and the vibrational reflection. And so people aren't connecting the dots. So they don't realize, hmm, what I got today was because I was, you know, playing in this vibrational pool six months ago, right? And they, they don't understand that they, they created it. Uh, there's a lag. Well, supposedly as we move into the fifth dimension, there's less time delay between thoughts and manifestations. So you don't actually sort of ascend into the fifth dimension until you really are ready for that much power because one of the buffers and things that helps us in 3D is that delay as well because we've been mired in negativity and, uh, you know, so forth and we're still kind of getting our sea legs with this whole uh mini god <laughs> sorcerer uh you know i like to say sorcerer we're we're channeling source uh, as we're becoming sorcerers uh we still have uh sort of been wobbly right we a lot of negative thoughts a lot of negative energy and if we have time to correct those uh imagine if every time you thought something negative 
You know, I think of the old Ghostbusters movie, or it's probably in the new one too, where whatever they think instantly manifests, right? And the guy thinks of the state puff marshmallow man as a giant scary monster. Well, if you're thinking something negative and it instantly manifests, uh, that's you don't really want that 5D power until you're really ready to wield it. When you really understand how to create, and you really, you know, you really have got control over your your thoughts and creations. Um, she talked about, uh, what Shayla talked about, answer is given when, when, where you focus. So you follow the energy to the answer. She talked about with her, you know, her own psychic ability. If someone would ask her a question that she was reading, she would see a line of energy coming off of them to the, to sort of this ball of energy that is the, the answer. So, uh, very interesting. And then you read that information and she talked about, you know, light patterns in meditation. A lot of people seeing geometry, a lot of, People who do, you know, have used uh, DMT, uh, this first thing that you see is all the sacred geometry. So there's sort of like information coming in light patterns more uh, frequently, or, or you hear more and more people interacting with uh, beings or light beings. Once again, as the veil kind of comes down, we are more... Uh, we're, we're playing in the same neighborhood, so to speak, as these, these light beings. So... Uh, everything coming to you more easily and effortlessly, she talked about. Um, and, you know, what What was interesting, Dalian, she also talked about normal consciousness taking its role, uh, what it's really designed to do, and that's managing the physical body. You know, hey, the stove is hot, get away from it. Hey, this tiger's coming, we should run, whatever. It's instead of this normal consciousness uh, running the show like it has, uh, instead it takes the role it was meant to, and now your intuition is is steering the ship. Now this sort of uh, connection to your higher self, to, to source, is sort of, uh, soul is uh, steering, and your ego consciousness, your normal waking consciousness, is now moving back into the spot that it was originally designed to be in. Um, and, of course, when that got flip-flopped is where we got into so much trouble, right? Uh, so, I... Once again, I you know, I'm no expert, but a lot of this feels, sounds true, rings true. I certainly can, some of this with Shayla has seen I, over, um, you know, she talked about, uh, well, actually, no, it wasn't her. There's a Bashar clip that I'm going to share where he talks about, you know, as you sort of ascend, different people show up. And I, I certainly have seen that in my own life in the past. There was no one I could talk to about this stuff who even knew what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, other than books I'd read and things going back, you know, 10 plus years. Now, everyone who comes into my world is like on the same vibrational sort of plane. And Bashar actually is going to talk about that here. Uh, let's take a listen. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Bashar, I played some Bashar clips before. Very interesting uh, individual. He just makes me laugh every time. I, he just his demeanor, his energy, his way. Um, he is supposedly uh, an individual who's channeling an extraterrestrial entity. I don't, I don't know whether it's true or not. Doesn't matter to me. It's the information that's coming through, and it is very powerful, inspired feeling, wise. Uh, it it gives me that sense of uh, yeah, this is something to listen to. I, you can you can feel the energy, whatever it is he's tapping into, uh, his own higher self, maybe extraterrestrial, as he claims. Certainly wouldn't be any weirder than me sitting here talking to you right now. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, let's hear Bashar talk about predictions uh, twenty twelve and beyond. This is going back a while. This is like you know this clip's like uh, almost ten years old, but. Uh, Happy Skydiver 33 YouTube page. I found it. Let's take a listen. 
That relates to something that's happening now. Oh, all right. Uh, throughout my life, Guys? I've had dreams Guys? of uh, of a movement, and I've seen the Earth change. Yes. Um, I started learning about it from my aunt and different things, and then uh, my ancestry, where I come from, the Hopi, yes. have prophecies yes. of the land shifting. Yes, yes, yes. Time changing. Yes. Um, I had a very specific dream uh, just before I came to Los Angeles. Yes. And most of you don't know this, but y'all were in it. I dreamt about each one of you before I saw you, and that's why every time I see you guys perform, or I, sometimes I can't speak, and sometimes I cry, because you, you were all in this dream. And the, the Hopi and the Aztec call it the children of the fifth sun, where we're moving yes. towards this yes, yes, yes. next world. Yes. And the 2012 phenomenon and the, the yes, yes, collapsing yes. point. Although, of course, there are a few different kinds of interpretations and many different ideas that are connected to those notions other than just the popular ones, shall we say. Would you like to expand on that? Well, there are a few different things we can share. <clears throat> One thing we have already told many of you is that the threshold that you call 2012 is simply the leading edge of the collective consciousness crossing critical mass threshold. The idea being that on the other side of that particular moment in time, there will be more positive momentum on the planet than negative. Yes. You follow me? Yeah. 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 What you do with that is still up to you, but it will be available to you because the collective consciousness on your planet, like the leading edge of a wave, will be such that you can dip into that more easily, more effortlessly. We have also mentioned that for a long time, many thousands of your years, with respect to your relationship to extraterrestrial societies such as our own, your planet has been in a type of, shall we say, hands-off quarantine, <laughs> where we cannot, are not allowed to interfere in any way, shape, or form with your development. After 2012, the quarantine is up. Now, that doesn't mean we're all going to land our ships the next day. <laughs> what it does mean, however, is that we could depending upon what you do on your planet. We will no longer be held back by the quarantine. We will only be taking our cue from that point forward from the actions you all take and the kind of reality you all choose to create. You follow me? So that's a couple of other things that go along with that kind of timing. And so... The way in which you experience this transition, again, is really up to you. Please remember, there are an infinite number of parallel realities all going on simultaneously. It's not in a sense that you actually change the world you are in. It's that you change your frequency to be like that of the world you prefer to experience and then experience that parallel Earth. That already exists on that level. It may look as if everything around you has changed, but in fact, it's you that have changed and in a sense have shifted yourself to a world in which there already exist the versions of the other people that are germane to that world, that are on the same frequency of that world. Those that are not on that frequency will no longer appear in your reality. They will simply vanish from your life one way or another. As time goes on, even though right now 
you are still in a collective agreement that allows you to experience many people who have belief systems that are very different from your own, maybe even very incompatible with the frequency that you prefer, in time, this will no longer be possible. <clears throat> the idea will be that those people will simply phase out of your reality. They will remain in the reality in which their frequency is appropriate. And you will have vanished from their reality. Oh, I wonder whatever happened to so-and-so. <laughs> <laughs> They're on another earth, having their own experience based on the frequency they most believed would occur. So when you go through these transitions, when you look at the idea of change on your planet, remember, many of the things that are prophesied are statements that were made at the time of the energy that existed at the time the prophecy was made. Because there really is no such thing as a prediction of the future. A prediction is a sensing of the energy that exists at the time the prediction is made. If that changes, the prediction is obsolete. If it doesn't, it comes true, as you say. But it's up to you. Many times, hearing the prediction is what causes it to change. Because now you can do something about it. The person making the prediction is saying, look, this is where our energy is. Do we want it to stay here, or do we want to change it? Do we want to experience the transition this way or this way? Up to you. Let's get it all out on the table. This is what we perceive. Now you decide how you want to experience this transformation. What kind of relationship do you want to have with each other and with your world and with the spirits and with all that is? How do you want to experience this reality? Who do you want to be? And that's what determines what you will experience. And you can even, for a time, be standing right next to someone who chooses to experience the transformation in a very destructive, scary, fearful way. And you can be standing right next to them and not experience anything that they're experiencing at all. At all. You follow me? Yes. Does this help illuminate some of what you are discussing? Yes. Hmm, Brandon, it's really interesting. We were talking about something kind of like that at lunch with your brother yesterday about alternate uh, lives and how uh, I, that's really what I believe, of course. But uh, we are living sort of like multiply overlapping alternate versions of our lives, really. And uh, this is what the whole, um, well, there is a connection with the whole question about, you know, transition from 3D to 5D. And from what I was able to find as well, like you, I went out there and, and the, you know, looked up whatever I could mm -hmm. to brush up on that subject. Uh, essentially, the uh, um, sort of uh, main characteristic of that transition is what you explained. Is that transition from there being a noticeable gap between your thoughts and your manifestation to there being no, no gap. But what this whole thing really gets into is everything we always talk about, Brandon, which is learning to manage your vibration, learning right. to manage your energy, yep. focus your uh, thoughts to the extent you can. Of course, we know that uh, being very disciplined, very much a master with your thoughts and emotions is, you know, the task of a lifetime. It's what, you know, takes as many lifetimes really to master. But uh, this whole sort of model of the transition from 3 to 5D is really just kind of designed to make us master yeah. in, in a nutshell because we're going to have to master our energy one of the things that I um, maybe uh, heard from this lady, but also have read up about with this transition is the fact that, of course, there's going to be 
possibly like a lot of people out there who are going to be kind of left behind, you could say. And what's going to happen is that there's going to be uh, such a, I guess, significant vibrational or vibratory discrepancy mm-hmm. between the people who are more kind of in tune with, you know, their true selves and, you know, more in line with this mastery concept, right? right. And the people who are still needing to work through a lot of darkness. Right. And uh, of course, there's really no judgment either way. But, you know, the, the ones who are, of course, very troubled out there mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe we'll see that it's it's not that many people, but the people who need to work through some really heavy karma mm-hmm. are, are going to, in a way, just kind of like not be part of a reality. There's all these different versions of what's going to happen with those people or us right. versus them, you know, however you want to look at that. Yeah. But that's one of the things that, you know, is, is um, you know, mentioned a lot with this transition. And what the whole thing, I would say, you know, beyond getting really kind of caught up in that, uh, the thing to, to that, that I think is important to remember is that this is all, always driving to the same thing, which is, you know, that we want to be masters in our lives. We want to try and, you know, mm-hmm. be in control of our, you know, thoughts and emotions as much as we can and yeah. not let distractions and not let other people and situations, right. you know, take that away from us. Right, right. And that's why it's so important, you know. Um, that way Shayla woman was talking about in, in the video clip I checked out, I didn't share here, but you know, kind of gave you guys some highlights. She was saying how it's so important to focus on yourself and, uh, letting go of any resentment or, you know, anger or any of those things. If you want to ascend into the fifth dimension, it's, you have to sort of transcend those things and uh i love how bashar puts it you know there's all these different parallel timelines you know you're just moving navigating in and out of different ones with your energy so it's not there's no definitive future timeline um there's tons of different future timelines and you're choosing which one that you're going to see and of course there's ones where there's all these people who have ascended to the fifth dimension uh you know and are creating more consciously and are aware of the connectedness and oneness of all things and you can end up there or perhaps you're someone who needs more processing on a darker timeline where there's still a lot more dense energy and uh you know uh trump is president (laughs) uh a little joke for you there guys there but um yeah so uh you know it's it's a such a fascinating concept and such a uh, such an interesting game that we've set up for ourselves here uh i love the feeling of being in control it's not like this major earth timeline that's happening to me like instead i'm happening to it right and this goes with everything that we we teach and say and talk about and feel and believe it's you're happening to it it's not happening to you so you have the power you have the power which version you see how quickly you ascend to this next sort of level of experience this 5d type experience versus the old paradigm where things work on a you know different frequency and a different set of rules in a different way it's all there uh, whether or not you go to the next level or not is really always up to you. You're you're creating your own reality, right? Yeah, Brian. I suppose the thing that is really kind of easy to get uh, lose sight of is the fact that there's uh, this prevailing old paradigm of uh, being externally focused. So you're um, you know just entranced by or you know completely sort of enraptured by the material world, right? Right. So many people still have this very really materialistic you could say but only from the standpoint of what i can see is real what i can understand is real and if i don't see it or understand it it isn't real right right as we know that's really just kind of a limited point of view because there are a lot of things that we don't you know of course know or understand that 
have their own reality. Right. And the thing is that that reality can also, it can also affect us and influence us. But what we're learning to do now is to, I think, really shift that paradigm. So now we're, instead of always being externally focused, now we're beginning to really understand, oh, wait a minute, you know, I am the kind of focal point of my, you know, no, universe, like universe, you said. Yeah. You know, yeah, I am the star of my own movie, yep. as you've said many times. And so what that, what does that all kind of break down to? If you think, okay, well, you know, I have a body, but obviously I'm going to die. I'm a human being, right? That's part of my experience, right? So if we take the whole life and death sort of question out of the picture for a moment, what is there left? You know, what is the whole question of life and death drive to? It's the fact that my consciousness is going to survive. So my body may die, but I will still be around essentially, right? I am my thoughts and feelings. That's who I truly am. I am not my body because of course my body's going to die. Am I, it, so that's the kind of major paradigm shift that's happening here. And I think that's what's going to help people gain this mastery is the understanding that, yeah, we are not our bodies. We are not what we see out there. That's a reflection of what's in here. And that's what we are fundamentally is our thoughts and feelings. Okay, cool little tidbit here. As you're talking, I started thinking of uh, Alexis Arquette, who just died. Uh, and my, you mentioned my brother. We were actually, he, he had read a story. She died, uh, Alexis Arquette, uh, of course, uh, transgender, uh, I believe. Um, Transvestite, from trans- what I know. Okay, yeah. So, uh, died a couple days ago. And, uh, you know, my brother was telling me, he read an article how she was going in and out of uh, awareness uh, going between the dimensions. Cause I think of when you go to 3d to 5d, it's like this next dimension over is coming into this one. That's why it's easier to contact spirit. It's easier to see light beings, all these things. It's like the, the merging is happening. The veil is thinning. And uh, Alexis Arquette had this experience um, where as she was transitioning uh, from what he read and told me uh, was that, um, she was going back and forth between the dimensions, essentially, and reporting back, saying, "Oh, I'm. I just was over there. We're all one there. Of course, everyone's reporting the same thing. It's all one. There is no gender there. It's you know, kind of saying all the stuff. Like, and what an interesting, fascinating thing though for someone to kind of be flitting, flitting between before they transition and coming back and reporting what they're finding. So I'll have to look that article up, you know, or, or read more about that. But yeah, she basically is coming back saying, "Oh wow, I was just there on the other side." it's all one this gender thing is all an illusion there is you know and of course that was a big theme in her life right so dalian i pull up the article as you're talking just or pull up uh i I google alexis arquette just to see what i can read uh just to see what i can read about it um and lo and behold my birthday she was born on july 28th so um that's pretty cool if you guys uh, have ever listened i think it's in the second episode i talk about all the weirdness synchronicity uh around my birthday i have uh, a lot going on with that and um so yeah that's pretty cool to to not only have that uh cool you know story to report but then to have the tie into to my birthday which is um yeah let, go back to episode number two you'll you'll hear a little bit about uh about it if you're interested it's uh, pretty pretty cool uh-huh and I like the, that uh, that also speaks to this shift in paradigm that I was talking about, because, of course, sex or our gender is externally tied to our bodies, which is a material thing. That's a, you know, mm, a yeah. passing ephemeral thing that's not ultimately real. It's right, only right, temporarily right. real. Right. So who we are transcends gender. Right. We right, are right. both male and female. We have both aspects. 
Indeed. Well, Dalian, this has been a really cool, fascinating uh, episode to explore. Um, Seth, thank you so much for writing in with a question. And any of you who haven't ever written in with a question, uh, please do. We love getting questions from you guys and sort of uh, having you help us to frame the shows. It gives us a sort of a direction to go in and, and, you know, we just love mixing it up with you guys as much as possible. So please uh, don't hesitate to write in through uh, positivehead.com or write me directly, brandon at positivehead.com. And I'd love to uh, check out your questions and uh, very potentially, very likely feature on the show. Yeah, Um, and like you always say, reviews on iTunes and now Podbean too. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, Dalian, we have some music here to leave the lovely listeners with. This is Singularis Multicolored Love. Hope you enjoy the multicoloredness of this beautiful song. Thank you. 